so I missed something yesterday that I didn't mention. It was early, very early in the episode. Um, you said that you giggle. <laughs> what? When, when you giggle, it hurts. <laughs> I'm like, my husband giggles. <laughs> I was like, how did I miss that? When did I say that? At the very beginning when you said you were sore, you're like, it hurts when I giggle. (laughs) (laughs) You said to me, you go, can I start the episode today? (laughs) I'm like, all right, that's, yeah, please, please start the episode. I wrote a note because when I was doing the video yesterday and I was was listening to it and you're like, it hurts when I giggle. And I'm like, my husband giggles. When is he very rarely giggles because I try to make him giggle. Usually it's a full full belly full laugh. Full belly manly no, laugh. I don't giggle. I don't laugh. <laughs> I don't I don't find things funny. Life isn't funny. Life is a serious serious business, okay? Sorry, I just There's no room that. for giggles. So I was like I just feel like I really missed an opportunity there. Well, yeah, because I had because from bowling, but my sides were so sore, yeah, and even at work when I tried laughing, I had to cut myself off and just do this like make the face the and just laugh. like even go <laughs> like that, where you don't wow. actually make the sound. How do you feel this morning? Oh, I'm way better now. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was just the not used to moving tip. around like that. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, yeah, not used to moving around like that. So that was you know I was always gonna be sore the next day. It it's not because I'm old or I'm unfit. No, I'm young and I'm quite fit, but I, my body's just not used to moving like that again. Well, yeah, we haven't really we we haven't really played anything anyway. Usually we play cricket, we do cricket or basketball yeah. throughout the day. So no, we haven't done yeah, anything. We haven't really. Anything no, I've just been going to work. It's just taken up a lot. Mm. Mm. Yeah, we're drinking coffee, so we woke up late. <clears throat> we did, we did. We had a pretty crappy sleep last night and slept through my alarm because I wanted to get up this morning, and I was supposed to have a client last night, but they weren't able to make the call. And that's okay. Uh, but what that did give me was I, for some reason, switched in my head to knowing a few things about how I want to convey information to clients in the future. So, I want to give them a PDF. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's pretty much more like it's a consent form. So, it's a form that details what they can expect from the service. Uh, things like consenting to the fact that I need a, I need to see your bank balances. I need to know what your expenses are. I need to know how you want to plan your money, right? So, that's the whole, the, the whole way the service works. But I just want to put that down in writing so that the client can check the box and say, I understand mm-hmm. and I consent to this. Um, things like a refund policy, uh, a termination policy. Uh, Disclaimer. Yeah, disclaimer as well. And just so that there can be a bunch of boxes that can be checked and signed and then we can both be signed off on it and say, great, we can go ahead with it. So, we're all on the same page. We have a foundation, myself and the client, for what we can both expect and we both know uh, where we sort of stand with each other, what our rights are in terms of the service. Okay. Wonderful. So, so that was something that that did actually help me with uh, with That's a client not- yesterday. I'm like, okay, this is the information that I really want to just have out there just to cover my ass to protect them as well, protect the client too, so that they can see what they're entitled to as well. So, I really wanted to do that. And there was one more thing. There was one more thing as well. But I can't remember. That's okay. So, because I, I didn't want to talk as much about that. Oh, I remember what it was. The sound from the last episode. I sincere, sincere, sincere apologies to to listeners slash viewers for whatever the heck happened with your microphone. Now, we have done numerous sound checks this morning. We both did a sound check and, and 
listen to, to it. it. And it I, fine. Before we started <clears throat> this, I had the headphones on and I was listening yep. to both of our audios and they were completely fine. So, if something- no, We haven't touched anything since then. So, if something is, is bugged at this point, I am not sure what it is. I assume the issue the issue with the last audio kind of sounded like there was a problem with the connection from the microphone to the computer. I would check that. So yeah, it it sounded like it was like might have been out just a little bit on mm. the USB end. Yeah. And you know when you get that crappy yeah. interference that starts happening when it's not a full proper connection. It could be aliens. It could be aliens. Let's talk about aliens this episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I actually, that's one of the few topics I have. I don't really have an opinion on. Mm. Uh, so, just wanted to say apologies. Uh, which I'm, I, can you apologize to me as well? Because and I'm sorry that it was your audio that it happened to. I mean, to be yours fair, is always just perfect. Well, whatever. Yeah. My my like audio a had a bit mark. of an, my audio had a bit of an echo in the background. There's a bit of a cat hair on the microphone. Uh, my audio, yeah, had a bit of a, an echo in the background, and you know, I had to, I had to deal with that when I oh, heard it. I'm so know. sorry. I'm sure that was so difficult for you. It wasn't easy. You know, you know how I feel about these things. I was more guarded of it because it was a serious conversation. It was a good conversation. It was a great conversation. It was, it was a necessary one. It really helped. It was important. So yeah, now I probably think we've taken the piss out of it. I know because I sound like a chipmunk. Hmm. That's what I was so disappointed about. Yeah. I forgot it was lactose free milk. I'm like, oh, sweet. Anyway, yeah. but let's get into the topic of this episode. Mm -hmm. And what I wanted to, or what we were going to discuss in this episode essentially is how to turn your current situation into something of value for someone else. Sure. I mean, I, arguably, that's what we're trying to do with this whole podcast, right? <laughs> but maybe let's talk about it specifically, but in terms of not necessarily a new idea you've had because it's, it's an old idea. But revamped, revamped, and maybe with something that has a little bit more uh, substance behind it. Perhaps, perhaps. Mm. So you messaged me yesterday, mm -hmm. and I was quite excited by the prospect. I'm like, that's that's a great idea. I think that's you, you absolutely should do that. And it's using old infrastructure again, yeah. stuff that we started mm -hmm. doing, have left off doing, and now have since perhaps come back around to it. Mm. Sort of like we were talking about in the last episode with a bunch of my stuff, right? This is yeah. this is sort of something for you potentially. Potentially. So I'm not gonna steal your thunder. Do you wanna do you wanna take it away? Well I got a email from Insight Timer saying that um, they no longer give Android and Apple uh thirty percent of their income. Because I think I earned about three bucks when I did my meditations. <laughs> And I was eligible for a lot more than that, obviously. So you now get 100% of what you earn. I th actually, I think it's the donations. Donations. Th donations, yeah. So you get you get 100% um, of the donations. 30% of that doesn't go to Apple and uh, or, or Google, which is great. I don't think the donations should even have gone to them. But, no. But it's, it's changed and I was like, oh, well, that's nice. Okay. So and then all of a sudden I, I screenshot it and sent it to you. And then just as I was – texting you the, the idea came and I said well maybe I should do um talk about or do a talk because you got talks on insight timer it's a meditation app but they've kind of made it a bit more uh more versatile so you've got courses on there you've got talks you've got pod, like a podcast you've, you've got it's really great what they've done it's an incredible app everyone talks about it I've been on it for years and it's very useful very easy to use 
And it's uh, what I love about it is that it's everyday people as well. So my idea was, well, I've been going through in this pregnancy, um, especially being my first pregnancy, this transformation from woman to mother. And uh, whether it's a woman or if it's a wife or like or maybe it's just a, a, an addition or, or a role change, I think we were talking about it in the role episode, and I was thinking I haven't really heard anyone talk about it or explain it or share that kind of point of view or prepare you for something like that. So I was telling my sister and she was like, she goes, no one tells you that, do they? They don't tell you that shift that you go through. They just say, you know, it's that, that hormonal, that emotional. Like, yeah, of course, the hormones and everything are changing in your body physiologically. But what happens on that deeper level? What happens when you're, yeah, you, this is your first, <clears throat> your first child and you're becoming a mother and you're becoming a parent. And there's a huge shift that I've gone through and it's a shedding of the old, um, not, not necessarily the old, but yeah, it's like saying goodbye or- Well, there's a little bit. Yeah. Well, you're no longer that, that just individual person. You've now, you've now, you now have some, someone inside you that you're now going to take care of. You're now a mother, and that trend—that's not an easy shift. It's very uncomfortable, and no one. I'm like I haven't really heard anyone talk about it, so maybe I could share that on Inside Timer. Totally, and obviously, you know, not yeah. for obviously not for the donations or anything. But I don't know why that just spurred on. Uh, yeah, just okay. an inspiration. What? Why would you use Inside Timer for probably first question for something like that? Well, because it's uh, it's. N- it's the right audience. So people who meditate, people who go through emotional stuff, when you want to break habits and all of that, like you go you go to Insight Timer because people make their own um, meditations and then you've got actual, like you, you do yoga as well on there. So I guess it's quite it's a that, spiritual app, right? It's a spiritual app. So there's a lot of, um, it's that community that's there. So on Instagram, it might fly, but it's probably going to be much, much more successful on Insight Timer where people who think about these things and appreciate these deep shifts are and hang out. So, yeah. I love the idea. I mm. think it's I think it's great. I mean, usually I love the ideas that you come up with anyway. <laughs> I mean, I, I have to because I'm a husband <laughs> and uh, I'm, you know, there is a certain level of duress that yeah. uh, a husband experiences around <laughs> his life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no I, I think it's, I think it is a fantastic idea because, I mean, you're, you're the one that's going through the pregnancy, right? And you know, or you think you know what you need anyway. Mm-hmm. And what you haven't really experienced is the sort of solidarity with anyone a bit around that. Yeah. that transitional experience around that phase and going, this is what I went through. And you're like, oh, my God, you yeah, know, I, I went through it. it. Too. Yeah. You haven't really had that with somebody and I guess or you haven't when you've been listening to other people talk about pregnancy and about birth, it's been predominantly about the birth front yeah. or the pregnancy in a medical sense. Yeah. You haven't necessarily heard anyone discussing that spiritual shift that you experience as a woman when you go from being Simply, it's just you yeah. to now being a mother. Like, I, I don't know. Or from a wife and then to a mother. But it depends on the situation. But, but I, I guess the I mean? whole thing with, with becoming a mother is that once you didn't have a dependent and now you do have a dependent. So, that that is a big shift to make. And I'm sure there's probably internal shifts that are happening. It's not simply just the fact that, well, yes, I have, I didn't have a child and now I have a child and that's a change I have to get used to. It's more than that. It's like there's there's changes that are occurring on cellular levels, I guess, on on the non-cellular levels, 
that perhaps you're picking up on mm. and you can actually explore on a new platform with with an audience even potentially, you know. Yeah, and the right audience as well, people that will appreciate it and that are most likely to appreciate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Do you remember we used Insight Timer for this podcast? Yeah, and then deleted them all. Yeah, that was ridiculous. So at the start, at the start <laughs> of uh, in the process, we were posting on Rumble exclusively for the first uh, handful of episodes. And so the way we were doing that, as you probably remember listening, is it was just a, f- a fixed image and then our audio was playing over the back of it. And we want- we still wanted to have our audio on a different platform, but I didn't know we couldn't really afford to get it onto yeah, your right. major streaming outlets. But Insight, you could do it for free because you already had the Insight account. So, or it wasn't for free because you do have to pay a monthly subscription to Insight. Yeah. But you, you already had it there, so like, oh, let's use this platform. And yeah, I mean, we—it's probably not the platform for this type of thing. Uh, well, it, it, well, I mean, at the moment, probably with all the business stuff, not necessarily. But you'd be surprised at the beginning; those probably would have been really helpful. But snippets, and we would have had to have gone through those episodes because they were daily logs, and we talked about hundred different things in one episode. Then we would have had to gone th- go through see which ones would be relevant yeah. for the yeah so and then you could just listen to that and get out of it what no you know that little part so sort instead of, of listening to all the fluff around it way in over our heads on that especially yeah. early on but yeah so again old infrastructure right and it's not the first time i feel that you've had an idea for using insight for because you were, you were doing meditations and your meditations are actually quite successful on there yeah, yeah. To I the would. point where you, yeah, you, you actually, if you, if you're only getting thirty percent of the donations that you were getting, and you got three bucks, that means you earned ten dollars. Yeah, ten bucks. Yeah, yeah. But it had to go up to ten, so it had to go to ten for it to transfer. So yes, I never yeah. saw that three dollars, right. but that's okay because I really enjoyed the feedback. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's the same with uh, Inward with my book. So I had to open up an American bank account so that I could receive US dollars into it. Mm. So. Uh, with that bank account, though, I can't transfer the content of that bank account until it reaches a minimum balance of fifty dollars. Ah, uh, yeah. Sure. So yeah, I've got like twenty or thirty American dollars sitting in that account somewhere that I, I, I can't touch. <laughs> promote your book. Oh, you know, I probably should probably should promote it a little bit more. Hey, yeah. but anyway, it'll, it'll come around. That was interesting, and we also yeah. remember the course too. We were we wanted to put that course, course on yeah. Insight as well. But where is that course? Uh, it's in the oh, shelf. Yeah. One of the major. I think one of the major reasons that that failed was that we didn't meet all the criteria because yeah. there wasn't enough content that you'd put on there initially for them to know that, well, yeah, you're a real Which person. Which is very fair enough because yeah. I can understand that anyone can just post everything and they have to go through every single person's stuff and to make sure that everything's, you know, improve everything. It's like, are you certified or are you showing up? So it's that commitment. Yeah, yeah. totally. Because I used it, but I didn't post a lot on there. And I would totally, if you were, if you were sort of doing this mm. and g- getting consistent with it again and having a bit of fun with it and showing up, I'd totally have another crack putting that course up there. Yeah, because we kind of designed it for that. Yeah, for insight too. Yeah, probably. I mean the design was. I mean, we can do it on any sort of course platform, but it would work really well on Insight as well. I, I think, think so. which is why we tried to do it there. Mm. But yeah, that might change the circumstance around that, and that could open the door for us to get get back into that course even. Mm. Because it's still good. I still like it. Oh, it's a great It was course. still very foundational for mm. me, for us. But, uh, yeah, so very interesting, very yeah. interesting. So, how, how are you? How do you feel about the prospect of going back to Insight and perhaps doing your own podcast type thing? Um, I, I don't mind it. 
I think that um, because I, I'm here a lot and I'm on my own a lot, sorry, on my own a lot and I have like these things come to me and just to kind of as soon as something comes to me or happens for me to record it and share it, like I, I really do want to share this because I've noticed that even the podcasts I listen to, I mean they are more medical but as well like they talk about this huge transformation that women go through at birth, at birth, at birth. I'm like it happens when the second you're pregnant. The second you find out that you're pregnant, something shifts and like we're not told or it's not in the mainstream, it's not in the greater community what that is, that what that shift is, what that change is. And it's like because I'm pregnant, you know, like, well, you're pregnant, you know, of course, your body's changing, everything's changing. But they don't specifically tell you the shift from now, like you are carrying life, you have a response, you have a, a, a different responsibility now, a bigger responsibility. You are now, yeah, you are now a mother or preparing to be a mother. So that pregnancy is that preparation. And that's not just something to um, just to gloss over. That is a huge responsibility. I remember I was telling my midwife, I was like, I just feel like I'm scared to just be like, um, seen or just be a mother and like I want to lose my purpose like I want to I want to feel like I have purpose and she looked at me and she was like do you understand that being a mother is the most incredible and the biggest greatest honor a woman can ever have and then I was like thank you for saying that because that just totally shifted everything and I'm like Thank you, because you're probably the only person who said that to me. I think we're so used to culturally this idea that motherhood is something that is demeaning to women. And it's it's a it's a role that you're relegated to, mm. not because you want to be, but because because you're a woman. And yeah. and you in order to be a mother, you have to give up all the more important things like career and like following your aspirations mm-hmm. instead of viewing motherhood for the incredible, incredible role that it is. It's 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 probably the most important role. Because you're nurturing young life, yeah. shaping the minds of the next generation. Shaping, it's, yeah. It is a, oh my God, it's probably the most important role that is, ex- there is yeah. in all of humanity, right? But in today's society and culture, it's that is is seriously diminished. It's not and sacred it's, anymore. No. It's not sacred to be a mother. It's- so, you probably end up then with that, that unconscious influence that's occurring yeah. going, I feel like I'm not going to have any purpose being mm-hmm. a mother. And that's almost oxymoronic because it's like being a mother is a purpose. Yeah. Right. Um, there's in the book that I'm reading, um, Birth With Confidence by Rhea Dempsey, um, she talks about the circles of influence um, and she says it's so important to know what your um, influence is by the culture. She goes like she's got these um, – uh, what it calls like these circles. Um, there's a small one, and then there's a bigger one, a bigger, bigger one. So the out one, the outside of one is the um, the culture. The inner one, I think, is like family and friends. And then the next one is who your birth team is, who you're going to have at the birth, and then it's you. And she goes, "What is your influence on all those levels? How influenced are you? How influenced do you think you are?" Because if you don't know that, that's going to influence you when you're birthing, when you're at the most vulnerable because you're going to have that in your head. So when you are like, oh, you know what, you know, I, if you say, oh, no, I need, I need, the, I need the pain and painkillers, I mean it's really, really hurts. I didn't think that it was going to hurt this much and then all of a sudden all this stuff that your friends and family have said or in the culture being like, yep, epidural or, you know, all that stuff that you probably did that I, I don't, I haven't planned for or I don't want, 
that influence will come in and then later I'll regret it. Well, it seems as though that's the whole point of educating yourself and doing it right. Because like she's, she's said with pretty much every element of the birth and the pregnancy, know why you're doing what you're doing. No, Because then it's, it's your, it. your influence over yourself. You've put in the hard work to understand so that you know what you would do. It's in those times of uncertainty where we will revert to what other people do, yep. what other people know. That's what I feel, right. right? And so, if we're uncertain, then we're going to go to what we know. We're going to go to our past, yep. right? Who have we gone to in the past? Yeah, usually it is our family. Go, mm. how, do, how do my family So, that's the most it? important one because you've been around them the that's longest. That's it, right? How, yep. am I, how, how was I taught to handle these types of situations? If it's still uncertain, well, then you're going to go back to the culture and go, what, what, what would anyone do? What would do? anyone do? Yeah. What would anyone what do? What is right? everyone doing right now about Exactly, it? right? And, and then you just- And that's how you, I guess, become influenced. Mm. And if, if the family was- was influenced by the culture as well, then indirectly the culture is going to influence you anyway it's if gone. you go back to your family. So that's why it's really important to ask yourself these questions early on is to educate yourself as much as possible on, yeah, like for me, it was like a wide variety of topics. That's why I really yeah. appreciate philosophy and and g- going into more like deep, deep ideas about things because the, those deep ideas are charging the culture mm. at this point. And if mm-hmm. you have no idea what's influencing cult- culture. culture on a philosophical level, well, then you'd have no idea what line of thinking is influencing you at any given point in time. So, that's why for me, I really enjoy learning about that type of stuff so that I can try and be as autonomous in the culture as I, as I can possibly be. But it's the same with you, right? With mm-hmm. birth, you're having a very very visceral experience right now that you want to make sure that you are as in control of as possible. And so, you want to eliminate how much influence external things have over you. And you do that by listening to podcasts, by reading books, by knowing every single element of it. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't know, even if it's one thing that you don't know, or if there's a level of of uncertainty that comes into the process, you're going to revert back to something else, which will then influence your decision making. Yeah, Because you remember something that someone said once, whether that's a stranger, whether that's a a Uh, family or friends or your husband or your midwife or your doula or anyone. So, you'll go to that. So, that's why it's so important to have a a birth team that knows what you want and supports it and have friends and family who knows what you want and supports it. Even just to know that or to even just to, to know that they support you. So, I know that a lot of um, the people around me don't really agree, probably would do things differently than I'm doing them, but they support me. They know that I'm going to do this my way because I've made it very clear. And I said, this is just what I believe in. I've done all this research and this is the information I have and that best fits how I want to birth and to have to be pregnant, to, to go through this pregnancy with. That's what this is what I want. And more often than not, it's supported. And no one's really given their, I mean, at the beginning, it was really hard because that's that breaking into habit. It was like building your confidence and building my confidence when it came to it. Because I'm like, no, this is what I want. And I'd be shaking. I'd be like, what if they ask us how many um, ultrasounds we're going to have or how much that was it. Now no one asks because they know, because we've gotten through that phase of, no, this isn't. But this you're, is you're also more. Uh, confident, right? You're less uncertain. But this is what I'm saying. We yeah. we got we kept going through those. We were un- I was uncomfortable in each of those conversations, but I kept showing up and saying, "No, this is not. I don't want it." Even though I was shaking, my my voice was shaking. I was sweating, and it's still it's incredibly important to me that, and it's not just important. I think it's for the first time I know exactly what I want. And I've spoken, I think I've spoken about this in one of our earlier episodes, in the pregnancy episodes, 
it's the first time where I'm like there is so much clarity around what I want and why I want it. And I've always known I wanted a home birth, always. And it hasn't been a big like hasn't been a big thing in my life. I actually didn't want kids when I was in my um, early to mid twenties. Um, really didn't want it. And then as you mature and you find someone that you love and everything, that all changes, of course. So that it hasn't always been something, but I've always known it. I've always known that I wanted a home birth. I've always wanted to know that I've wanted to live naturally, like with, um, with no, no, no medications. Like I've always wanted to use like supplements, vitamins and do things holistically. And that's just the way I was inclined. And that's the way I really appreciate. That's the way I want to live. That's the lifestyle I want. And the lifestyle that I am, that I am living by, and it takes time to shift from something that you don't. Want. And it's it's hard when there's not a lot of those around you that have not not the support, but don't do it because you're on your own, and you and all you've got is you know people on Instagram or th- those that you follow. You got people on the internet. Yeah, another influence. It's the culture. It's, you open your phone up. That's culture right there. Unless you go through your Instagram and you only have those that you follow. You know. Um, but even then they get their ideas from culture and everyone, we do, but, to, and that's fine, have it, but understand, do you believe in it or do you not? So this whole process of um, pregnancy and birth, know why you, like, know who your influence, who your influences are, who your stronger influences are. Culture to me doesn't really influence me anymore, especially in pregnancy, because I knew from day dot that I didn't want all this stuff and yeah. I, I didn't want what it, what the culture kind of was going toward. I didn't want to, I'm not having in the hospital, I'm not going to have all these all these tests done, all the ultrasounds and that it's not because of any other reason than I don't think it's necessary for me. I know that I, I can do, I know that my body's supposed to do this. I know that my body can do this. This is what my body's supposed to do and I'm going to trust that. I'm going to work on building trust within me and my body and my baby in this process rather than what I've noticed is kind of fear around getting a scan just in case something, you know, something bad's going to happen or being in fear that oh something could go wrong. It's like I'm not going to focus on that because that like because I've done that in the past with other things, focusing on what, all the things that could go wrong. And they went wrong because I was focusing on them and it, it just it doesn't work. When but, you- but developing trust it would be a very, I think it would be a very, very crucial episode if you were to do a podcast. Mm. That, that's, a, that's a major change, right? Because all of a sudden you have to develop a whole different kind of trust for your body. Yeah. Like it's not just a trust that your body will be able to, I don't know, be healthy or- It's naive to- You know, it's, yeah. you got to all of a sudden develop trust very rapidly in your body's ability to bring life into the world. And that's that's a completely different that's a completely different thing that you are you're experiencing. And I think that'll be that'll be a really awesome thing to discuss. It's on, one of on my mantras on my altar. I trust my body. Yeah. <laughs> I trust my body. I know. And because my mom came in here, she's like, "Well, of course your body was made to give birth." And I'm like, "Yeah, but in this day and age, it's not as simple as just going in and having your baby and coming out, or having your baby and come- it is. The culture now is so different." This is, it's not as easy as just having a support circle, a support system that just works for you. Like I, you know, there's stories that I've heard in the last couple of weeks of some women who were just like, no, nah, like, you know, I knew, I just figured I'd just go in and <laughs> go in and have my baby and everything would be fine. And they came out traumatized mm. because they weren't prepared. And that's not their fault. It's because they didn't know how prepared they had to be. 
And they say that usually the first-time mums have that traumatic experience in this day and age because they weren't prepared and they prepare for the next one. But I'm I'm like I I've heard so many of those stories. I've been around women who've had babies for um, like at least 18 years. I've, like for most of my life, there's been children around. So I've I've listened to women. I've listened to mothers and how they've had their babies and how and it was a lot easier back then. Even when my mum talks about having having me, it was it was kind of the beginning. It was just 31 years ago though. But now I'm like things like she's she's telling me these stories and. I'm like it just was. It's not the same anymore. I got to She at the door. Yeah. Cat featuring on the podcast here. Hi, Maya. Hey, this is Maya, everybody. Yeah. This is our cat. She's looking for her food. Yes. Yeah, oh, oh, great. Now she's going to just cause an absolute ruckus. Are you going to sit there? Come on. That's staying in the podcast. Yeah. That's staying in the app. <laughs> um, and, yeah, like it, it's really different now. And you have to recognise and accept it or acknowledge it at least and say, okay, well, now you've got to be prepared on all levels, on all levels in the sense that like now you've got to look at every sec, every circle of influence there. Well, it's I wouldn't say necessarily it's now. It always should oh, have been the way. But I feel as though the influence has become a lot more potent, sure. has changed, right? It's where perhaps once upon a time the influence might have only come in the, the element of pain, for instance. Sure. Okay, here's how we can perhaps alter the pain you're experiencing by administering this. Mm-hmm. Now it seems like the not only the threshold for that has dropped, Significantly to the fact to the point where every single person has that has that sort of influence attempting to be had over them. Yeah. To now, it's 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 like the whole process, the whole procedure of pregnancy has influence over it, as opposed to just minor elements of it. Yeah. Or certain points of it, the whole thing now. Yeah. So it's like it is a lot more potent. Yeah. Yeah. So the the influence that there is trying to be had over you has become significantly broader and mm. more potent. Yeah. Whereas once upon a time maybe it wasn't as strong. So it was still important for you to know all this stuff and to be prepared as possible to actually oh, give birth. Because yeah, the, the no, totally, birthing yeah. process is still the same, right? It hasn't yeah, changed. No, that hasn't right? changed. So, but it's just the external influence mm. has grown. I feel around the whole process of it, and so you have to be perhaps more on guard. You have to be more prepared for that expanded influence mm-hmm. right? as well as being prepared for the actual birth itself yeah. right? and as well social media like our connection to everything now is a lot different they we didn't have my mom didn't have social media back then so you didn't get influenced by culture so much you had your circle of friends and family who you always spoke to that or like you were always kind of connected with you know what i mean so that was that was as far as a circle and the culture was just like a little bit outside that but now you open your phone it's culture you know you get a notification that's culture you get notified, you know what I mean? Like all these things, it's that it, there's a lot of that. It's that's heightened because of technology, and that's okay. But it means that we've got to work harder at strengthening and trusting ourselves that we know we know best for ourselves. We know best for um for our own health and our own whatever we want to do. You know, like yeah, you can be influenced by people, but who were you influenced by? And is it a good thing or is it a bad thing? Is it leading you to um, empowerment or is it disempowering you? And that's the like that's in every area. But for me specifically, like I also have a lot of time to listen to all these podcasts. Like I'm sure that it, and it takes a lot. It is a lot of preparation that you need to do when you're pregnant. There's there's a lot of stuff to really. Like, I know I know so much now 
But I don't think if I had a full-time job or if I was still working, I wouldn't have had this time. I probably would have had to start now because I'm into my, I'm getting into my third trimester in a couple of weeks. So I would, that's probably when, I don't know if that's when women um, do maternity leave or something, or they'd go closer to whatever. But um, yeah, so it, it is a lot of work and it is hard. It's not easy to, it's not easy to actually challenge, like just think about why you want a. The cat's just here <laughs> for, for anyone listening on audio. Yeah. You're just going to. You can check it out on Rumble and you can see our, our grey tabby <laughs> cat. Um, can you, you're distracting. And so I guess all this would be stuff that you would, I guess, uh, talk about, right, and share about as, as it's almost like in the process but for you and pregnancy. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. And then like on a, just a deeper level because I was thinking, I'm like, what part do I want to – I think this is probably again with the, um, with the trauma th- focus that I was talking about uh, – when um I when that kind of came to me that like that's where I want to kind of focus on when it comes to counseling but I'm like and then I have to do all that kind of training stuff but what do I already know so it's kind of similar to similar to um similar to that is kind of had the same the same feeling if that makes sense so as in like the same level of inspiration yeah Yeah, same level of inspiration but what do I already have that I can provide rather than um, I have to go out and do more work for, you know, to learn more about trauma. Like I have a certain amount of experience, but I kind of live this way more spiritually. I, I So for me it's easier or I, I'm more confident in this area than I am in, say, yeah, counselling and trauma. Mm. Does that make sense? So starting here might be, might be good for me. Yeah, totally. Yeah, absolutely it would be. It's It would be less contrived, you know. You, you're not trying to extrapolate. Yeah information or knowledge that isn't really there no. you know it's first-hand experience for you yeah but i, I live by it every day yeah that's so I'm, it. I'm, I'm, it's like it's energy so it all comes back to an ad here um the, the like i'm we, we are coming back around to that slowly it is it's coming back <laughs> we are coming back to it yeah and it's that's a big that's when i first learned theta or the energetic kind of stuff i was like yeah like this is this is what like it was just that huge, like, uh-huh, yeah, I get it. I'm remembering exactly what I want. Like it feels like that's the direction for me to go down, but in what way? So I went through all these you know, different things just trying to figure out is it energy medicine and I'm like, not really. Is it, um, like, even though I've got all these in my tool belt and I have experienced all of them, what is it that, what's the one that, um, I've got a cat here, mm-hmm. um, what's the one that really feels right to me? And that's going back to like my human design and thinking what feels good and what doesn't. What am I leaning into? What, what am I saying aha to and what am I, you know. So this feels really good to me because I, I feel like it's important as well. So not only does it feel good but I would do it for no money as well because and that's really important and I was reading one of my um, – aspects in my chart it was i've got a the pattern um astrology app and it said you oh, what did it say it was mercury and scorpio and uh and it said that see if i can remember it 
what I need to do, it's like it's more purpose-driven. And I, some people uh, are like more money-focused and that's a good thing. Like it's not a bad thing unless it's, you know, damaging. But it's like if money can't be the sole purpose of your work. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> it has to be soul-led. It has to be – it's deep. It has to have meaning and it has to be something that you – feel like in your bones that you know I'm like and it was just the way it said it I was like mm, yeah I'm like I want that because it's not it's not that you'd necessarily do it for no money but it's yeah the point is that money's not the main driver it's not the main driver and like with my art it's still if I think about it it's still there the money still probably is a bit more ahead than me just doing art because I love it I don't love it that much I I'd probably pr- I'd just be like yeah it's something I could just give away and or you know I could I could sell it I don't think that um, I wouldn't. I it wouldn't keep me going, and it didn't. It didn't keep me going at all. But with this work, I I feel like this is really important, and I haven't really heard anyone share that process, or sh- like maybe they have, and they just I don't know. Maybe I just I've missed them, and I've been listening to more midwife and medical stuff when it comes to pregnancies. So. Um, I'll keep like ask, um, looking around, but I don't think anyone's gone really deep into uh, from the most the circle of influence that <laughs> the cultural um, influence that I have when it comes to like Instagram and who I follow. None of them like they talk about the big transformation that happens at birth, and you are you know you're ripped open, and mm. but it's it's the whole process. There's, not much about the transition that happens not, during pregnancy. No, the second you're pregnant, you know, because. That's even when when you conceive, it's that it's that moment. That's what you know. That's the, that's the moment that you you know whether it's good or bad. That's the moment that changes you. It changes a woman. It changes a man as well. They change obviously a woman more so because her whole body begins well, the physiological to change. The physiological, changes, yeah. yeah. So, I yeah. I yeah. think yeah, it'd be incredibly incredibly valuable. I'd I'd really support any any endeavor that you had in this area. And it is a bit scary as well because I'm like, I don't really know where to start, but I think I just have to start recording from the first day that hey, I've got you've got, got all the setup, you know exactly what, you know, you know exactly what's required <laughs> in order to record a podcast, yeah. you know, how to share it, you know, how to produce it and all that <laughs> stuff. So, we've been doing this for a long yeah. time now. So when a- I say a long time, I've been doing it for like, how long have we been doing this for? Like eight months? Something like that. Yeah, but still, we've yeah. been doing it like it was every single day. Yeah, so yeah. we've done it a lot. Yes, we've done a lot so now. We're at episode 133. Like we know, if, we yeah. know, a, a, you know, a thing or two. <laughs> I'm not going to say things, but you know, <laughs> we know something. It's all here. Yeah, yeah, it's all. And that's that's not what it is. It's like whether then the next thing comes of the um, is it enough? Is it good enough? Is am I putting it across in the right way? Am I you know uh, was am I presenting it well enough? For women to connect. And also, I guess, think about too, what has, this has been successful, not necessarily in terms of like listenership and growth and all that kind of stuff, but that's not how we've been gauging the success of this podcast. This, it's been successful in terms of the fact that it's been long, long lasting. Yeah. It's lasted. It has, it's lasted this long. Yeah. Right. You know, we were up to 133 this episode. So that to me is is absolutely a measure of success. It doesn't mean okay, let's stop now, let's slow down, or anything like that. Let's no, well, let's continue going. Let's mm-hmm. keep evolving with it and see where it goes. So we found some formula for ourselves that was successful in creating something sustainable. So that keep that in mind as well. Not just the content itself, but also the actual model for it. Is it sustainable? Yeah. 
you know, so and, and I think, you know, for us, we've seen some level of sustainability mm. with it being the process, our, unfo- our unfolding process that has been a sustainable model. Because most of the things that I listen to podcast wise, it's, it's, it's cultural discussion. So, what's happening out there mm-hmm. uh, or it's news, news media and politics right? All that kind of stuff. You've got this constant, there's always news. There's always Always. something to discuss, right? So, that's the the model. You know, when you're commenting or commentating, uh, when you're providing a commentary on the culture or on the news, then you're always going to have content that you can put out there. Like, you know, that's just, that's that's a sustainable model. Yeah. So, it's like, okay, we're not doing cultural, we're not specifically focusing on cultural or political commentary. Every now and then we'll, inter- you know, inject a few, our two cents on a few things as, if it becomes relevant or as it's influenced our process. Uh, but it's not, our, our model more so is sharing the experience that we're having as we're trying to move towards a certain goals mm. you know we want financial freedom we got really fed up with hearing that because we have nothing we're just never going to amount to anything we can't do it that's a cultural sentiment that it's just where we're we're stifled and we're squished because you know we have nothing and the we're rich the don't people. want us to have anything yeah that we'll never amount to anything and it's like no fuck that you know we're reading we're reading the words and listening to the words of those people who have made it those who are wealthy and they're they're giving us information about mindset and really important shit that, that they did in order to get them out of it. And it's like, okay, let's put it to the test. Let's put our own spiritual beliefs to the test. Let's put our beliefs to the test and our values on the line. Mm-hmm. And let's start this podcast and talk about what we're going through as we try and act upon these, play these values out, play these thoughts out and see how successful they actually are. Can we make something of ourselves with all this, track that journey and give it and share it to to anyone else, Right. That was that was what we wanted. We want financial freedom and independence. You know, yeah. we want that level of wealth. We want abundance. We want to feel abundant in every element of our life, no matter what comes into it. Right? We want to, we want to share that and capture, you know, the the the, the raw elements of that journey too. Mm. And that was what this was this was all about predominantly from the start is going, can we set our mind on something? Can we go out and achieve it and can we can we share that process? Yeah. And so that's that's been that's been a, a real strong guiding force for this. So is there something? Is it the same formula for you with the pregnancy? Focusing on the pregnancy, what what are the you process. going through? And mm-hmm. obviously, you know, you are approaching the final third of the pregnancy, but you can absolutely talk about what you went through in the first portion as well. You know, well, just pick like, elements from it. Well, yeah, I mean, well, like I said, I really wanted to make sure that I'm present in the pregnancy, which I have been. I've noticed, I remember a lot because I've been in it. I've been present because I've wanted to be present. I wanted to feel this experience as much as possible and understand, uh, which I probably should have been journaling all the time. I journaled a few times, but some days it was harder because I didn't really know what was going on. Like that month that I had that was just an emotional bloody tra- uh, train wreck and I was like, what is going on? Not a train wreck, a roller coaster. And after that period and when we had that big spat, everything opened up and I'm like, I now understand exactly what it was. Yeah, hormones, yeah, all of that, yep. But I'm like, most importantly, it was a transition. I had to let, let go of part of myself that like that because it's kind of like an ego self or like that um, it's just me, you know, I'm going to miss me, me being me. And I've heard so many women going like, I just want my own time. I just want my own space. You know, I need time away from the baby. I need time. And I'm sure that there are going to be times where I'm going to need some time alone. That's, you know, a given. However, 
I've also decided, or not decided, I've accepted the fact that, you know what, my time, my alone time is not going to be as much as I've had before. Like I, I have to give that up. That's something I need to not sacrifice, but that is no longer because now I'm going to have a child to raise. I'm, I have a role. I have an important job to do now That's that I, I want to do the best that I possibly can. And I don't think that it comes at the sacrifice in a negative way of something that I once had because if I don't have it anymore, then do I really need it? And, uh, you know, and this, this is I'm just saying there, you know, I just hear a lot and that's, this is the cultural influence. Being like, you know, you want to go back to work. You want to, um, you know, uh, you know, you want your own time. You go to the cafe with the girls all the time and just, you know, wine. I remember when I was working at the cafe, just most of the, the mothers that would come in, not all of them, but most of them would just be like, oh, oh, oh my God, give me a coffee. Oh my gosh, these kids are driving me crazy. Oh my God. I'm like, and these were regular women, like they were regulars. They would come in very regularly, two to three times a week, if not nearly every day. And I just, and even the young girls that I was working with were like, I don't want to be like that. I do not want, because they, they saw it and, you know, separately being like, I don't want that. What they've just said about their beautiful child who's just running, you know, running around, but there's there's no love. There's no connection. There's no appreciation. There's no there's I don't know that that sacredness of motherhood is wasn't wasn't there for a lot of it. And it's not to um I don't want to put those women down because I I understand that it's very difficult. It's very difficult when you're in the culture and you're being influenced by the culture to step out of it when you haven't for so long. I, I know that's really difficult and it's difficult for even me to stand up to my family, my circle of influence when it comes to family and friends. And, and, and it has over the last three years. My opinion was very different. My experience was very different to a lot of those around me and I had to take it and I had to make a decision and I had to break free and I had to let go of relationships and friendships in a, in an energetic sense as well, but also they understood too because you want to you want to be around people that you connect with that you align with more often than not or can uh, connect with not necessarily align with but you can have that conversation you can be open you can be yourself and that's what's really important to me and especially over the last you know few years that we've gone through that and ripped away from. You know, like I, I don't know. Like I've already, I've already, cha- I've gone through so many changes. That's why when I got pregnant, I remembered. I'm like, it's just another one of those. But it is. This is a. This is a really important one. <laughs> well, maybe, one. Um, maybe for the for the purposes of the podcast, if you're just talking about where we just start, why don't you start from the beginning? And if what you're beginning of the pregnancy? That's what I said. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, because I'm being so present in it, because I've recognised that. Uh, that, that it, this is this is a huge shift. This is now I, I gave up everything, all, all of all of the, what was my purpose that I was I was calling my purpose and my career. I gave it up in a second because I'm like, why did I do that? Why was it not easy? But why was it? Why did I make that decision right there and then? Because there was something more important. Because that wasn't the road that I was going down anymore. That's not the right path that I was going down anymore. This is this is more important now. It brought me back down to earth and shook me awake and being like, hang on, no, that's the path I'm supposed to, this is the path I'm supposed to go down. I've been pushing and forcing and making all this happen, but I would give that up because right now there is something more important happening. 
I feel something and through and then from that and being present in the pregnancy as hard it's been to like surrender and let all of that go I've learned so much the patience connection to my body and my spirit and hearing hearing my baby like connecting with it connecting with this experience and knowing what's going on in my mind what thoughts have come up it's almost like you're I wouldn't say mentor but you're providing content that someone who's not only pregnant but going through a home birth and mm. it's their first pregnancy or mm. they're not going through a home birth but they've decided that they want to do a home birth yeah. like you've experienced there's not a huge amount of solidarity out there with any of the women in your life when it comes to home births even even having a natural like a vaginal birth is yeah. incredibly rare right so what you can potentially do is be broadcasting your experience, which, you know, can be sort of a beacon for someone else who's either going through their first pregnancy or going through pregnancy in general, uh, but particularly the first where mm -hmm. it's all new and you've got no idea and you can just be like, I'm here, I see you, not necessarily by, you know, singling them out on the podcast, but by no. sharing your experience yeah. going, I understand that you're going through something, here's what I've been going through and you can share some really important insights, really crucial insights, I feel, on the podcast and- It'd be a good one to, yeah, I think, yeah, just just start from the start mm. and go go in for a little bit of a deep dive and have fun. You know, you don't have to have episodes that go for an hour, but you can absolutely squeeze a lot of really, really important, really beneficial information out of your experience for uh, for anyone else who's listening. You can also talk about how difficult it was to approach friends and family and sort of extended influential factors. Yeah with the information of that, that you're doing a home birth, yeah. you're having a home birth, right? That that was even a difficult that, process. Yeah. Right? That itself was really tricky too. So, you can talk about your experience with that, how you moved on from it, how you moved mm, through, it. through it. And that's that's some, that's some prime content right there too and really important. And I guess another um, a, a, a positive thing about it is that every pregnancy is different. So my pregnancy would be obviously different to someone else's, which it is comparing, not comparing, but um, uh, thinking about all the women around me and how they went through their pregnancies and birth, it's, it's very different, which it's supposed to be. Every woman is different. Every woman has, has, has had different levels of influence throughout her time, throughout her life. And it, it, that's, that's probably one of the biggest things, I think, when it comes to um, preparing for for birth or preparing for motherhood that you get because you have how many I've had I've had so many mothers around me all my life I've had I have a big family so I've got a lot of aunties who are mothers I've got a lot of cousins now that are mothers and I've got sisters and are mothers and now I'm becoming a mother and I have all of that all of that influence that I can choose from or I can you know but I have to look at it and go what and which is actually it's been good because I know what I want and what I don't want. So it's really important for me to know like those kind of things. But um, what was I saying before? Um, yeah, so everyone's pregnancy is different. So that's another thing I probably have as well, that this is even – I'm not just going through it. It's not going to be another pregnancy podcast. I mean it can be, but it's uh, it's something else. It's my my pregnancy and my influences or my experience is different to someone else's but to share that and to bring some of those women together who don't feel like they're strong enough or for a, um, 
for what they want. You want to have a positive influence on people that are going through a similar situation to you, right? Yeah. You want to have influence. That's the whole thing. We're obviously trying to exert a certain influence with this podcast as well because mm-hmm. we're putting it out there. We're putting it out there for other people to hear. You're going to get inf- anything that you're sensing that you're engaging with is having some level of influence on you. The point is that you get to control or you get to determine the amount of influence that it has over you and you get to select the, the, those influential factors that you want to take on board for yourself and yeah. integrate into your experience. It's and not your easy actions. to do if you've never done it before. Well, no, it's Conscious. So the, the the point is the point that I'm I'm not trying to come across with this like naive sounding like you generate absolutely everything. No, we're constantly being influenced, constantly. and it's about knowing and uh, trying the, your best to understand the scope of the influential forces that are acting yep. upon you, and allowing yourself then to be conscious or like becoming more conscious mm-hmm. of that, and then selecting which ones you allow to have greater influence and less influence. Yeah. Because if you can't identify it, if you can't identify the forces, it doesn't mean they're not there. It just means that potentially you're being shaped by something beyond your conscious yeah. uh, mind, right? And, and that, that that's, comes down to beliefs as well. You yeah. believe what so you believe. That's, that's a whole other thing I want to get but into, but, but just but for the purpose yeah. of this. I wanted to quickly mention too, we, when I was talking uh, yesterday, we, we were, I was talking about what I could use to fill that PDF up that I was talking about at the start of this, the yeah. consent thing and- and what's my service? My service, it's its more than just providing a financial template or a forecast or plan or anything like that. It is about financial empowerment, which is also a mindset thing and it is a mental thing as well. And I'm look, trying to go through some really basic scenarios that I can cover in this foundational document to say, okay, this is where we, we both sort of stand. What happens in the scenario, which I have experienced where it's no longer... This is a little bit, a little bit sort of it's off right, topic, going. but it's still relevant to you, especially with counselling. Uh where what yeah what happens if if the services the, the the client can't keep up or they get overwhelmed with it because it's so new and it's not necessarily an issue with the service itself but it's just for them they're overwhelmed they're not used to it and they need to kind of perhaps have a break from it it's it's like how can I still give them empowerment how can I still empower them with it and I'm like, God, this, it'd be so easy then to refer that client to you. If you, <laughs> if you had, uh, if you were counseling or if you were doing something in that field, because yeah. you're, you're giving all these examples of what you can do in that situation of how you can help them and where you can point them and all that. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I can, but it's like, that's again, I, I just feel like it's that's out of my scope. You know, my, my work is, is on what I've experienced with specifically this and, your what you're providing me is more so your arena. I'm like, fuck, it would be so easy for me to just be able to then refer refer that person to you mm-hmm. for to work with you and and uh, get that help from that <laughs> angle to then come back to my my service. So, so it's like there's so many things that are just coming back around like fuck it, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No, that's okay. Working on it. No, no. I know. Slow but sure. Yeah, it is. It's it's something that I have to take day by day. And it's I'm, I'm not the kind of I can't push and force. I'm not doing that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and understand. I'm not and I'm not um, procrastinating either. It's like what feels good today, what doesn't. Is it time to do that? No. I think it was another thing that came up um, as well in the in the chart, being like, don't push, don't force things to happen. It's so no human design. Don't force things because when you force them, you will regret it, and you will you know, and it's you set yourself back. And I'm like, I know that. So I'm like, that's why I'm like, when I'm really present in this pregnancy, I'm present in my body, I'm present here in life. Mm. That's what I'm doing. And I'm listening because I know this is a crucial time because I can do it right now. I, yeah. I, I am, yeah, it's, I'm getting everything that I possibly can out of it. Yep. 
and it's very important to me and it's powerful. Even though it looks like nothing's happening, there is so much happening. I can feel it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that would be fantastic. I'd love to hear what sort of content you create and come up with. Yeah, That'd be too. a lot of fun. We'll, uh, we'll leave it there. Yeah. Yeah, great. Is that an hour? Nearly. Yeah. Nearly, yeah. Once cool. you chop out the, the first sort of minute, yeah, we're about 55 minutes. <laughs> but uh, I'll just drag out another four minutes. <laughs> so that we, no. <laughs> uh, if you enjoyed the episode, please consider liking and subscribing to whatever platform it is that you are listening on. That would help us out a lot. Also, share us around with family and friends. If you like us, if you think they might like us too, let's spread the message. Let's let's start a community. Let's build build something, all of us together because... We all have something individual, unique and powerful to contribute to not only this conversation but life. How do we want to influence each other? Let's try and have positive influences that can actually boost us and empower us, right? Not just me and Yushia but for you as well. So, how can we all get involved in creating a really vibrant, powerful community and starting from the ground up? That's what I guess we're really trying to build uh, with all this. So yeah, share us around. That'd help us out a lot too. If you want to get in touch with us and share your two cents, share your, you know, con- contribute to the story, to the unfolding story. If you want to, uh, share your experience or anything like that, you can email us at itppc at protonmail.com. Uh, you can direct message me on Instagram at logan.d.gray and you can direct message yours on Instagram at yours.gray. That's right. <laughs> we would love to hear from you. Really so awesome. please, please reach out if uh, you feel so inclined. I love you. I love you. Let's have a blessed day. Amen.